Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, hello, and welcome, everyone. Welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your guide, and your coach for the week. Hello, welcome, and good morning. Yes, it is morning, no matter when you're listening to this. If you are listening to this conversation, then you are waking up. So I say good morning to you, and I will also just remind you to live your life in three ways that we always talk about. One is being grateful. Always remain thankful and live with an attitude of gratitude. It's so important to be thankful in, in everything you do. Simply, if nothing else, because you want to be happy, and happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. And then secondly, give. Give when you can. It doesn't have to be money. It doesn't have to be anything in particular, but give of yourself, something that's of value to you. When you give of something that's of value to you, then you have truly given. Because when you give, you receive at the same time. And then thirdly, because we have this gift, this power to choose, love first and then choose. If you've lived your life that way this past week, then I know you've had an amazing week and you have made an amazing week for the people around you. So tonight we're going to, uh, just you and I, we're going to talk about something that's very, very important. In fact, I mentioned it when I, when I talked about being thankful, when I mentioned it when I talked about living with an attitude of gratitude that you know, happiness doesn't begin until gratitude starts. So we're not going to talk about gratitude today, but we are going to talk about happiness. We're going to talk about being a, a person that's not only happy, but fulfilled. What does it take to have happiness and fulfillment? What does it take to find happiness and fulfillment? I mean, if you were to ask anyone that question, and I'm asking you, answer it for yourself. But And I can't hear your answer. If you want to send me a note, send me a note. Go to ClarenceCaldwell.com and, and tell me what your thoughts are on it as well. But if you were to ask that question, different people may have different answers for you. What does it take to be happy and fulfilled? And uh, I think that's one that we're going to ponder here tonight. And But beyond what it actually takes to be happy and fulfilled, we're going to talk about some of the things that you might find as, I'll call it, either a myth or a trap that you fall into in trying to be happy and fulfilled. You know, when we talk about happiness, we often talk about getting certain things that we want. You know, but tonight I'm going to give you this one perspective, this one tool that could change everything for you when it comes to being happy and fulfilled. We're always on that journey. We're always on that quest for happiness and fulfillment. And I think if I, if you pay attention to this one thing that we're going to talk about tonight, I think it will make all the difference for you. 
If you're not already there and you're not already doing this, this could absolutely change your might, your life, and it could make the ultimate difference between emptiness and fulfillment for you. You know, when we talk about seeking happiness and fulfillment, a lot of times we we talk about uh, certain things that we want to have in our life so that we can be happy. We talk about certain things that we want to have in our life and certain things that we want to do in our life so that we can be happy. But we all understand that there are some things that that just provide a, I'll just call it a temporary measure of joy or satisfaction. You may have a, a, a favorite ice cream that you like and 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 so if you eat while you're eating that ice cream and maybe immediately afterwards you you feel this sense of uh, almost euphoria it's almost like a joy or a happiness associated with eating that ice cream but you know that's not the true happiness and fulfillment that we search for in life all the time but certainly having that bowl of ice cream that is your favorite ice cream can certainly bring a measure of joy to you for that moment or maybe it's watching your favorite TV show or playing your favorite instrument. If you're a musician or maybe singing, maybe that brings you a certain amount of joy in your life. So there are things that we do all the time that bring about a certain level of happiness and joy to us. And and that's great. We need to find those things in our life that we can do and, and can experience so that we can live uh, those moments of joy and happiness whenever we possibly can. But I'm going to talk to you tonight about taking it to the next level. We're going to talk about a life of happiness and fulfillment, not just something that uh, you like doing. We're going to talk about taking it to a next level because, you know, when we look at these other things that we're doing, the ice cream, the TV show, the playing the instrument, maybe you're playing your, your favorite game or sport that brings about a certain amount of joy to you, those are, in fact, Temporary, and I, I don't think anyone would disagree that these they're only going to last as long as the effort lasts. But when we take our joy and happiness to the next level, we start to approach what I call the level of fulfillment in life. And this is more long term. This is the happiness and fulfillment that really uh, creates a measure of, of life for us that goes well beyond those things that we're doing and those things that we're having. So the things that bring us to that level of joy um, is, is something we're going to talk about. What it is, what's that one thing you can do? And what I'm going to talk to you not tonight about is really uh, the, the, the thing that we were describing as the, those temporary things. I call that the doing and the having. You know, it's so it's so important to do the things you want to do and have the things you want to have in life. And, and, and that is the quest that we all uh, are on many times to just get more things, do more things and and do the things that we like to do. And we think and we believe that that brings us a measure of happiness. And as we described, yes, there is a measure of joy that comes with that. But what we're going to really talk about tonight is going beyond the doing, going beyond the having. And we're going to get to a place where it's not just temporary. We're going to take it to the next level where we're going to really talk about the life of happiness and fulfillment. And what does it take to get to that level 
source of joy in your life. Are you ready for that one? Uh, okay, so here we go. I mean, I, you know, it's just you and I, so it's it's difficult to to do a little question and answer as if I had a uh, a, a guest. You know, I may interview myself here, and maybe you'll get both sides of this. And again, if you want to share your thoughts and your comments, please do so. You can certainly call us here at, at True Life Academy at 866-404-6519. But you don't have to call. Just sit back and enjoy the ride, because what I'm going to give you, what you're going to walk away with, is the one thing, a very singular thing, that can make the absolute difference on whether you're living a life of happiness and fulfillment or just doing and having things that give you that temporary happiness and fulfillment joy that you might experience from time to time. You know, I have what I call the, to make this a little easier, I have what I call the be, do, and have model. And I'll explain that to you a little bit uh, later, but let's get very clear, first of all, on what it is that you really want in your life. And if you have certain things that you want in your life, there is a, there is a, a level of power that comes with that clarity. And so I want you to be clear right now, if you can just take a moment to think about what are all the things that you really want to have and to do in your life? What are those things you really desire? Those things you want to have and do in your life. If you can think of one, two, or three of those things right now, this will help with the understanding of, of what we're going to be talking about tonight. You know, focusing on those things is important, but have you noticed that if there are things in your life that you need, not just want, but things that you need, and there is a difference. Some people say, well, I need this and I need that, and truly they just want this and they want that. But if there are things that you absolutely need, there are things that are, are critical to your survival, they're critical to, we'll just call them the, uh, the levels of need that, that Maslow described in his hierarchy of needs. If you've ever seen that model, there's a hierarchy of needs that we ha all have as humans. If those things are things that you need, there's something that's interesting that happens uh, for you when you identify what those are. Most of us take the time and the effort and the energy to put those needs ahead of everything else. So if you need to have shelter or food because you're hungry or you're, you're homeless, then that need takes precedence over that other thing that you might want. You might want that bowl of ice cream, but if you have a need, that becomes a precedent. That becomes a priority on your list. And it's not simply something that you want or desire, but it's something that you need. So there is a difference between your wants and desires and your needs. So what I'm asking you to think about right now are what are the things that you want? And be clear that they're what you want and not things that you need. So, But for the sake of, of this discussion, I'm going to kind of meld the two a little bit because one thing that I found to be very interesting about our wants and our needs is that the fact that we have wants and desires is actually a need that we have. You see, we have this need to experience life 
in a way that uh, that satisfies uh, a certain aspect of our lives of of improving or growing or, or having more. Those are things that we we want, but it satisfies that need that we have. And you won't find that on Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about that when we come back. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to dive into that one thing that will ensure that you are happy and fulfilled. We'll be right back after this. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Homeschooling? Have questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 Central on Toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that you gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Friday afternoons at 5, 4 Central on toginet.com. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature. And happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to True Life Academy. Clarence Caldwell here, and we are talking about happiness and fulfillment and the one thing that you will need in order to reach that pinnacle, that pinnacle in your life, not the temporary happiness that you get from uh, eating your favorite ice cream or watching your favorite television show, but the long-lasting, lifelong happiness and fulfillment that is required, um, that is actually desired and required for you to live the amazing life that we talk about. And, uh, you know, simply put, when we, you know, there's this, there's this uh, connection between our wants and our desires and our needs. And that I will tell you, having wants and desires is not a frivolous thing. You know, we often think that we have to be really disciplined and, and we put everything we want and desire off to the side 
uh, because that's not important. We just have to take care of what our, our real needs are. But the fact is, having the ability to pursue the things that we want, being in pursuit of our wants and desires, even though it's not spelled out as a need, if you will, of, of existence on, let's say, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's just as important as any other level on that on that model that he has because it all leads to that top layer that layer that is called self-actualization that layer where we really become who we're supposed to become you have to have this piece of wants and desires that lead you there as well because to to be real clear about what you want is important you know, fulfilling those desires and needs is, is actually um, a need that we have to to experience the human existence and to you know help us grow and improve and succeed, and it brings us closer to that level of self actualization. So it really is a need to have wants and desires, and to care for those wants and desires is a need that we have as well. So. If you have been beating yourself up because, you know, you're you're looking at your wants and desires as being frivolous, and I'm not saying that every want and desire is 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 absolutely critical, but the fact that you have wants and desires is a part of your human experience and is a part of your need hierarchy that you need to take care of as well. So we're going to talk about what that means, and you know, doing and having is really most of what it is that we want and desire. Um, so we're going to get real clear about that. And the fundamentals of really getting clear is a good starting point for us. Can you think of a time when you wanted something like so bad? I mean, you just wanted something so bad that you could not think of anything else. I mean, it was just it just preoccupied your mind. Uh, it could be something as simple as wanting um, to eat your favorite dish, you want a, a meal, and it was, it was just this one meal that you wanted, and and you just it just kept bugging you. You just had to have that. This was a want and desire. It wasn't a need because you were starving or hungry, but it was just a desire that you had to have that favorite dish. I remember a time when I moved from Seattle, Washington, to Denver, Colorado, and it's in, in Seattle I had this great little restaurant that that I uh, went to from time to time, and they served catfish, fried catfish. And I loved this catfish. It was just absolutely great. And I wouldn't indulge on in, in, in it all the time, but maybe once a month or, or once every other month, I would go down and get this, this great catfish. And I loved it. And um, when I moved from Seattle to Denver, I started to miss it. After a few months, I had this, this desire for some really good catfish. And, uh, and it wasn't a need. It was a desire. And so what did I do? I asked everybody I could think of, you know, where can I get some good catfish around here? Uh, I had a couple of places that people recommended, and I found myself driving all over uh, Denver. Uh, you know, I drove several miles looking for these places people would recommend. I was looking high and low to get, to get that desire taken care of. It was not a need, but it was a, a desire. Now, can you imagine the effect uh, it would have on me to really go after something I needed. How much effort would I put into something I needed? It would be at least that much effort 
and probably more. So needs and desires are different, but desires are important as well. Now, if you've ever had that opportunity to know that there's something you really, really wanted and you just couldn't get it off your mind and you just chased it, chased it, and chased it until you got it, you know what that feels like. So the question then is, does that make me happy after I got that catfish? <laughs> Did it make me happy? Yeah, I guess, you know, it was like that bowl of ice cream. Yeah, for a moment, I had that, ah, this is really good stuff. I enjoyed it. And there was a moment of joy there. You know, subconsciously, we evaluate things that we believe will make us happy or at least satisfy us for the moment. And that gets a spot on our list of things that we want. You know, how long it stays on that list or what spot it holds in priority, it, you know, it may vary. Still, that that want and that desire is there. And if it's strong enough, it can't be ignored. Now, this doesn't have to be too complicated, but the truth is when we pull back the, the curtains on this thing, there is much more involved here. And I'm going to kind of simplify it down to one thing that you're going to need. But bear with me as I go through this, this, uh, this matrix, if you will, that's going on in the backgrounds of our mind all the time. You know... Of course, we want it all, right? We want everything. And, and when I talk about the things we want and desire, we want everything. Uh, but just do a quick brainstorm of the things that, that we want in our lives. And it could be, uh, let me just mention a few things to you and see if these ring a bell for you. Do you want a new car? Or maybe you want a luxury car, a Lamborghini, <laughs> or just a car, period. Maybe you don't have a car and you want a car. Do you want a nice house or condominium or something, some place you can call your own? And not just a house, but maybe you want to own it, free and clear. How's that? Where, where you're only paying taxes on it. Or, or you just want more money. How about your job? You want a great job, or you want a better job, or you want a job that um, is going to satisfy you, or you want a promotion within your job. How about your health? You want better health? How about your status in life? You just want a, a, a higher level of status in life or respect? You want more knowledge? Academic knowledge, you want, you want an iPhone, you want a computer, you want you know, electronic equipment of some sort, you want clothes, you want new shoes, you want, I mean, the list can go on and on and on. So if all of these things or some of these things are things that you want in your life and desire in your life, then you can see there's a lot of things that can get pretty involved in getting all of those things. And, and if all of those things are the things that make you happy, that you believe can make you happy, then we need to talk about that. And that's why you're listening today. And that's why I'm talking about you this to, this to you today. You know, so I'm going to make the discussion relatively more simple than all of those things I just mentioned. I'm going to put these things in four brackets, just four things you have to remember. You know, all of those things I just mentioned, the car, the money, the job, the health, the respect, the knowledge, you know, all these things, and the list goes on and on and on, can simply be put into, I think, four categories, four buckets, we'll call it. One bucket is a bucket of health, your health, which might mean your fitness. It might mean losing weight. It might mean being healed from an illness you have. So let's just call that first bucket health. The second bucket, let's just call finances. It might mean just having more money, being financially free to be able to do the things you want to do, uh, being able to pay your bills, being able to help your friends, being able to contribute 
financially to others, whatever that is. So finances is the second bucket. And the third bucket we'll call your career. I used to call this your creative expression, but just for the sake of simplicity, let's call it your career. You know, you want a better job, you want a promotion, you want satisfying work. You might have a good job, but the work's not satisfying, and, and you just want to, you want to do more, or you want to do less, but you want, you want a, a satisfying career. And then the fourth bucket, there are relationships. Maybe you want an intimate relationship that, that you don't have, or maybe you want to get married, you're not married. Maybe you want friends. If you don't have any, or you want better friends, or you want more friends. Maybe your, fi- your family dynamics are not where they want to be, where you want them to be, and you want, you know, uh, you know, the family interactions to be better. Uh, you know, maybe it's your relationship with your boss or your coworker. Maybe those dynamics need some work. Uh, you know, so those are the four buckets: your health, your finances, your career, and your relationships. So all of those things that you might list of things that you want should be able to fit in one of those four buckets. So that's kind of simplifying this. This, uh, all this, this myriad of, of things that we want and desire in our lives. So if you look at it in those four areas, um, I think it's pretty simple, but it may not be quite that simple, simply because we're not that simple. I think we're multidimensional beings. You are a multidimensional being, meaning that you have more to you than meets the eye. You have more to you than one layer. You're more than just what I see. You're more than just what you show people. You are a, kind of a complex creature. But I'm going to try and simplify that for you, too. So you have, let's say, let's check the number four again. You have four layers to you. You have your physical layer, right? You have your mental layer. You have your emotional layer. And let's say you have your spiritual layer. So those four dimensions of who you are have a... Uh, a complexion, each one of those dimensions has a complexion to them. You know, your physical uh, complexion might be a matter of, of, you know, what you look like or what clothes you have or what car you drive. This is the physical piece of you that you care for. The mental part of you might be your your academic uh, career, your, your scholastic, your scholarships, your scholastic aptitude, uh, might be any number of things. It just might be your quick-wittedness, you know, your emotional layer, if if you have love in your life or not. And then your spiritual layer, are you connected spiritually? So you're a complex being in itself, but I've listed just four areas that make up who you are. Now, you combine those four areas with the four buckets of things that you desire, and you can see how complex this thing can get in terms of going after the things you want and you desire. So we're going to make that really, really simple. I'm going to boil it down to one thing tonight. And so you got to hold on. I'm going to take this complex Rubik's Cube of four plus four times four, and I'll boil it down to one thing for you. So uh, we're going to take a break here, and I'm going to give you a tool to uh, help do that when we get back from the break. So uh, we'll be right back right after these messages. Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. 
often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on Toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. This is Toginet, cutting-edge radio. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And we were talking about uh, having your desires and your wants taken care of, but how complex that can get because we want so many so many things in our life. We want things that, that just are all over the map, and we desire these things. And, and first of all, if I haven't said this already tonight, I will tell you now, that is not a bad thing. Wanting and desiring things is, in fact, a good thing. It's actually a part of what makes us who we are. It drives us. It, it drives us to become certain people so that we can have certain things and do certain things. And it is a part of what we need as humans. We have this thing uh, that I call a need to want and desire. I mean, there's the things that we want and desire are part of us. So it's a part of our experience. And, and so if anyone ever tells you that, well, you just have to sacrifice, you, you shouldn't want anything, you shouldn't desire anything, you just have to be kind of a, a I'll call it a monk and just sit here and it's, and just sit in the corner and meditate and that's all you need, that's all you really should ever want. Um, I'd like to debate that one because I think uh, having and doing, you know, the things that you want to have and do are a part of life and we should all go for it. Just go for it. Get the things you want to have. Get the things, do the things you want to do. I think that's a part of living a full life. Uh, but here's the catch. Um, the, the fulfillment and happiness at the next level, not just the temporary that these things can bring you, but at the next level comes from something else. Um, so let me get back to this Rubik's Cube that I, I just described. The four buckets of all the things you want in life that are might be health-related, finance-related, career-related, or relationship-related. And then the four aspects and dimensions of who you are your physical self, your mental self, your emotional self, and your spiritual self. You know, that Rubik's Cube of marrying all those desires with all of the aspects of who you are can make um, this whole thing about having and doing be a little bit, seem a little bit complex. Let me let me just take this one thing. I, I have created what I call a desire balance chart. And it's simple, it's very simple, but it's very revealing. And I'm, I'm fortunate you can't see it right now. 
but I'll describe it to you, and maybe if you, because it's so simple, you might be able to draw it on a blank piece of paper yourself. So just draw a, a box, and it has four columns and four rows. You know, use a spreadsheet if, if you're uh, if you're that kind uh, of person that, that wants to do it on a computer. Four four columns and four rows. Simple. And across the top, label each row. Excuse me, each column. Label each column the desired column, right? So health, finance, career, and relationships. So each column has a name. The first column is health. The second column is finance. The third column is career. And the fourth column is relationships. And along the side, each row, the four rows, the first row would be physical, the second row, mental, the third row, emotional, and the last row, spiritual. So now you have a somewhat of a matrix there. It's very simple. Four by four, 16 boxes in all. And as you create your list of things that you desire or the life that you're living currently that you really focus on, I would ask that you put a tick mark in the box that uh, lines up for you. For example, if you have a, um, a desire to be healthy, um, that's in the health column. But what is driving that desire? What part of you, your physical, mental, emotional, or spiritual self, is driving you to really want to be healthy? Is it just the, the physical? You just want the physical? If, if so, put a tech mark in that first box of physical, where physical meets health. Or if maybe it's something that would make you feel better if you were healthy, and put a tick mark in the emotional box that's under the health column. Okay, so that's an example. See how that works? And as you go through all of the things that you want and desire, use this little simple matrix to put a tick box, a tick mark in the box that, that aligns with what is it that you want and what part of you is being satisfied by what it is you want. So let's say um, you want more money as an example. So in the finance column, the F column, finance column, second column over, it might be because it might make you feel better to have more money. So you put a tick box under the finance column under the emotional row. Or you may put a tick mark maybe because it, uh, you think um, um, you, it would help you mentally just to know that you could do anything you want to do. Put a, a mark in the mental row under the financial column. So you put a, a tick mark in, in wherever it applies to you, the things you want versus what part of you is it feeding. Now, when you got maybe seven or eight or nine or ten things that you've got on your desired list, on your want list, and you put all the tick marks in, how they line up, the, the scatter of those tick marks will be somewhat revealing to you on what parts of your life become more important than others that you focus on more than others. And it kind of says something about um, who you have become and who you are. So I would just ask you to go through that exercise off on your own sometime and just see where that, that lands. It's very simple, but it's very revealing. You know, I call this like the, the desire balance chart. And you can see where you're in balance or out of balance and things that you desire. You can see where you're in balance or out of balance on, on what part of you is being fed by the things that you desire. 
you know, a person that's like you've got a real lot of a lot of um, tick marks on the physical row, as an example. And you you know everything you do is, is based on your physical layer. It's just an extreme example, but I would see that person as you know maybe you've got three memberships to the gym, or maybe you've got a cabinet full of vitamins, or uh, that you work out. You've got workout equipment everywhere you go, and you've got books on 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 health and your workouts, and you've got you schedule your your physical activity down to the minute every day you've got to do this and got to do that or you you're watching sports all the time or extreme or you're participating in sports on tv or in your, in your own life or, or maybe it's not that kind of physical maybe it's how you look maybe you you've got cosmetic surgery and you're spending a lot of money there or maybe you're spending a lot of money on clothes and shoes and, and your clothes holders maybe you you uh, spend a lot of money on makeup and and your the appearance of others is important to you and and you compare yourself to what somebody else looks like and what you look like. See, all those physical things might be someone who has a, a lot of tick marks on that physical line. And so you can see where you fall in and the things you desire and how it relates to who you are by that very simple chart that I've created. I'm going to try and put this, uh, I don't want to commit too soon, but I'm going to try and put this this along with some instructions on my website, ClarenceCaldwell.com. And maybe you, if, if you want to uh, go there and, and get a copy of that, I'll, I'll try to have that available to you too. So, um, but it's very easy to do. Just listen to this podcast, or this portion of the podcast again, if you want to experience that and try that. I think you'll, you'll find it very interesting. You know, we talked about doing and having, but, you know, being is very important. My be do have model is, is something that I, I really want to share with you tonight. You know, being, doing, and having, they're all intertwined. They're intertwined in a way that's not serial. It's not one, then the other, then the other. You can have all of that. Having, being, doing, and having, this all exists simultaneously. You know, the nature of what you have and what you do will change with who you become. And by this, I mean, as an example, that if you're struggling with your physical, mental, or emotional, or spiritual self, then the nature of what you do and have will be completely different than if you were whole in your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self. So if you're struggling in those areas of, of physical, mental, spiritual, and emotional, then the things you do and have are going to have a different feel to them than if you were very whole in those areas. So, you know, might say not being whole equals not being happy. That might be one way of looking at it. So it's important to be whole in the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual area. So it stands to reason that these layers of who you are affect the quality of your experience in the doing and having. And it's critical that we pay attention to the being because the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual layers of who you are, that's the being. You know, that must, that peace must be in place so that you can enjoy and live the, the happiness that the doing and having brings. Now, you may have heard the quote that money can't buy happiness. Well, it's true because just having money doesn't buy you the happiness. Having it and doing doesn't buy you the happiness if you don't come from the being. You know, this is a testament of just how having something isn't enough for us. You have to start with the being. 
you know, it's unfortunate that many people discover this after they've acquired the wealth or they've done other things in their life. They've had other accomplishments. These same people, although from the outside, look like they have it all. They look like they, they're doing everything that you want to do, and they have everything. They find themselves on a continued search for happiness and fulfillment. So what makes this scenario unfortunate is that, you know, at a certain part in your life, you've got to realize that there's a gap. You know, not being whole in who you are creates this gap. And so if you're not equipped to go inward to find out your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self, to connect there, to really understand that piece, and to be who you're supposed to be in those areas, then you are going to be on an endless search for happiness and fulfillment, simply because you're going to keep trying to do certain things to make you happy, and you're going to keep trying to have certain things to make you happy, but you haven't turned inward to understand how the balance of who you are, what that really looks like. And when you understand what that looks like, now the being has more of an effect on the doing and having and what kind of happiness that brings into your life. You know, here's an obvious comment, but it's worth saying out loud. You know, it's not just people with money. You don't have to be materially wealthy to have discovered this. You know, all of us are susceptible to this trap. You may have experienced this feeling of incompleteness, uh, you know, regardless of your economic status. You know, there are millionaires that are just living an empty life, and many take their own life. Many famous people you know take their own life, and they have what you would say they have it all. But they have it all. They're rich, they're famous, but they're empty. Why is that? Because the doing and the having that we chase all the time don't create the happiness. It's the being, and that's the one piece that many of these people miss. So whether you're a millionaire or whether you're in poverty, the same is true. I want you to take that to heart because we're going to talk a little bit more about what that really means in your life and how it, how it plays out when we get back in this last segment. So we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to wrap it up, and I'm going to make sure that you're very clear on the one thing you need. We'll be right back. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information, 
information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on Doginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hello and welcome back. We were talking about happiness and fulfillment. And how do you get that? How do you get that by just wanting to do and to have all the things you want to do and have in your life? Well, we discovered that there's a part of us that has to be satisfied. It's not just all the things we want to do, but it's all the things that we are, the multidimensional person that you are, the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual person that you are, and every one of you are that. You can ignore it if you want to. You can just pay attention to what you look like and and, and what kind of car you drive and what, what your clothes look like, and you can just pay attention to that if you want to. But the truth of the matter is you're more than that. You are so much more than what you look like. You are so much more even than, than what you know. You know, your mental aspect. You could be the smartest person on the planet, you know, but that is not who you are. If you're not looking at the full self, the whole self, which includes your emotional being and your spiritual being and your, as well as your physical and mental, then you have missed the opportunity to become everything that you really can become. Now, wanting all these things, the do and have, the car, the house, the, the job, the, the money, wanting those things, absolutely okay. Believe me, I'm the first to tell you that uh, it, those things are, in fact, necessary. To have the desire to have those things is necessary. It's part of who you are. It's part of that need that you have to continue to strive to improve to, to become, to grow, to succeed, that is a part of who you are. And, and, and to do that, you have to go after doing and having. But you have to come from a place of being, all right? So that is what I want. That's the, the message I want to impart upon you that is so important. You know, if you can get uh, past your current financial challenge, whatever that might be, you might think, well, that, that's all I need. If I can just get past my fi financial challenge right now, that's all I need and I'll be happy. Or I can just get past whatever this physical ailment is right now, uh, I'll be happy. You know, if I can just lose 20 pounds, you know, the world will be fine. I'll be happy. People are like me and I'll, I'll be able to wear that swimsuit this summer and everything will be fine. But I, I think you know, if you really look at it, you know, it sounds silly, but I think you know that that's not going to make you happy. It's going to bring about a temporary satisfaction and joy, but the true happiness and fulfillment don't come from being, don't come from doing and having, it comes from being, right? So um, if you're listening to this, I can almost guarantee you that you already get that, but I want to lay it out for you. I want to lay it out for you so that you can examine it for yourself. I want you to use that tool that I gave you, that, that uh, desire balance chart that I described to you. I want you to use that to see where you fall in your life and be honest about 
those things that you really care for in your life and care about and that's important to you, the things you want and desire, as you put those tick marks, don't just try to put it in there so they're all balanced all over the place. Put them in there where they, you really think what's driving you to want it and what it is you want. And then when you're done with maybe five or ten of the things that you desire, look at that chart and see how, the, how it's scattered, how those tick marks are scattered. Um, I think it'll be an eye-opener for you. And um, it, it may not even be a surprise to you. You may already know what's missing in your life. And that's, that's even better because that, that becomes a validation that there are areas of your life to, that you should probably pay more attention to. You know, here, here's one of the traps that I'll just, uh, just uh, I'll warn you of, I guess. Um, when we set goals, we go through a process of setting goals to get the things that we want. You know, and in most cases, uh, getting the things that we want uh, it's just a matter of saying, hey, I want this car, so I'm going to set a goal and get this car. It means I've got to save up my money, I've got to do this. And you have a process you go through to get that new car or, or the best, better car that you're after. And so it is very absolutely good to set goals and build that process of getting the things that you want. It's a must. If you're going to survive in this world, you have to do that. In fact, beyond survival, if you want to thrive, you have to do that. But... If your happiness and fulfillment are not recognized to be the real goal, then you will tend to miss the opportunity to point you inward to your true self. In other words, if, if there is something that is behind the car that you really want, it's not the car itself. It's the feeling that that car gives you that you want. Maybe there's an emotional piece. Maybe there's a, a, a level of security that that car brings you. Maybe there's a level of, of, of just knowing that, that you, you can go anywhere you want to go, a level of freedom that speaks to who you are. If that's what you're after, recognize what is the real goal. It's not the car itself. And truly, if it's just the car, you just want a red Lamborghini, and because you, you, know, you want to be seen around town in a red Lamborghini, then know that that is feeding that physical layer of yourself and put another tick mark in that box because that's where it's going. And as you put those tick marks in those boxes, you'll see, is your life skewed to one area? Are you just looking out for the physical side of your life? Or maybe your everything you do is based on your emotions. Are you just looking out for the emotional side of your life? That's an imbalance also. So you've got to understand how these things that you desire affect uh, who you become. You know, so recognizing that is important. Uh, you may seek, you may seek your happiness through getting the car or the house, the money and so on, but it's very easy to get blinded by that shiny object, whatever that is. So it's more important to focus on what the feeling is, what you're feeling, what the satisfaction is that you're, you're really seeking to get from that item that you've selected to go after. What is, the, what is the feeling that it's giving you? What is it that you're really going after? Not the material thing, but what is it bringing to you? Now, don't get me wrong. It's, you know, you've got to have all these things, and these things should be a part of your life, and, and you should go after it. You should go for it. And you can have happiness and fulfillment while enjoying the riches of life's material bounty. You can have it all. You can have it all. Believe me. You know, uh, but 
it has to come from a place of being. You've got to look inside. You've got to connect with who you are first, so that the being, that, so that the doing and having have more meaning. Now, if you don't have very much, if you're poor and you're homeless and you're hungry and you're, uh, you, you know, you're without a job and you have no life, no future, it's going to be difficult to tell someone like that that they have to look inside. You've got to you know, look inside and find out who you really are first before you go after getting that, uh, that dollar uh, or getting more money or getting that car. You know what? I get it. No one's going to even listen to you if, if, you, if that's where you're coming from because, hey, I was there, homeless, no car, no food, no money, no job, no future. And if someone came to me and said, Clarence, get connected to your authentic self first, <laughs> I would do what I'm doing now. I would chuckle. I would laugh and say, yeah, give me some money first, and then I'll think about connecting to my authentic self, okay? Because we understand that we've got to survive. We've got these needs that we have to take care of first. And so that's clear. But when you're going after things you want and desire that are beyond your needs, now, if you're going after those things to make you happy, if you're going after those things to create this self-actualization, this top of the pyramid this Mas that Maslow has on this hierarchy of needs, if you're going after those things to create that fulfillment for you, that's where I say to you, go inside first. Okay, so I'm not saying that to the bum on the street who hasn't who doesn't know where the next meal is coming from. You've got to go after having and doing in that regard, just so that you can get, you can survive. But many of you who are listening are beyond that point, and the having and doing that you're going for is not meant to survive. It's meant for you to be happy. So I, my one thing, the one thing I'm telling you and I'm giving you today is before you go after all of those things, go after being. In the be, do, have model, you must be before you do and have. Because the do and have will bring happiness and fulfillment to you on a much deeper level, on a much more fulfilling level. You'll be much more happier with the new car, with the house, because it's coming from a place of being and not just a place of doing and having. Be first and then do and have. You know, as we talk about getting all the things that you want, there's a way to get those things as well. But it starts with being, not just being happy. But when you want to get something, if you want to be something, you want to have something, you have to tell yourself that it's already there. You have to already start from a place of being. Even if you don't feel that you're happy today, you have to tell yourself, it's a choice. You know what? Happiness is a choice. And you know what? I am happy. When I talked about being thankful at the beginning of the show, gratitude, happiness doesn't start until gratitude begins. You've got to be thankful for the life that you have. That can create the happiness that you seek. So I'm sharing this with you because I know that you want it all. We all want it all. And you can have it all. You know, some teachings would have you believe that true fulfillment and worldly, and worldly riches don't coexist. You know, I don't subscribe to that. I think you can have it all. The good news is that you can have it all and enjoy it while being authentic and happy and fulfilled. 
That's the great news. I won't get into, uh, uh, you know, I, I do have some, some people who have talked to me about, uh, well, as long as I have uh, God, God will make me happy. I, and I largely agree, but I'd like to rephrase it, that God can't make you happy. God will give you, he or she will give you everything you need to be happy. The making yourself happy is what God is giving you. He's giving you that power, that ability. So if you're just sitting back and say, hey, bring it on, make me happy, you're going to be sitting there waiting for a long time. Otherwise, God would just you know, wave the magic wand and everybody would be happy, right? So it's not about God making you happy. It's about you utilizing the gifts and powers and the insights that God is giving you so that you can be happy. You know, that's a path that you can choose. It's a perspective of this interconnection to self where you will find happiness and fulfillment that I'm just wanting to share with you tonight. I hope you've gotten that message. And the, the last thing I want to just share with you around this is stay strong. Don't compromise yourself. There will be many times when you'll be tested. There'll be times when there's slight deviation or compromise to your authenticity or your true self will perhaps give you some insight and gain to things that you want. But don't compromise who you are. You know, return a lost wallet with all the money in it, as an example. Don't compromise who you are just to have something. Stay true to you, because that will make all the difference. Don't sabotage a co-worker that's going up for the same promotion as you, just so that you can get the promotion. Be your authentic self. Take care of you. Be first. Then the doing and having will be more fulfilling, and you'll be happier, and it will last a lifetime. Now, I'm, I, I'm going to end here because we're running out of time, but if, you need, if you're struggling with this, contact me, ClarenceCaldwell.com. Look at our blogs, read our blogs, sign up for our YouTube channel, the whole nine. We'll be back next week to give you more insights of true life. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help you achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended to live.